It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the October 28th edition of the NBA Injury Report brought to you by BetMGM. I'm your host, Adam Scherer. You can follow me on Twitter at ShipMyMoneyDFS. And we have an 11-game NBA slate tonight with a ton of moving parts, a lot of injury news to talk about. And we're going to dig into it in this video. But first, be sure to take advantage of the no-brainer bet from BetMGM. Click the link in the description below. Bet $10 on any pregame money line and win $200 in free bets if any player in that game hits a three-pointer. Somebody in every game is going to hit a three. It's basically a free $200 from BetMGM. And all you have to do is click that link below and bet $10 on a pregame money line. This offer is not available for residents of New York, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, or Ontario. But other than that, if you can bet on BetMGM, click the link below and take advantage. Now, looking at all of the injury news that we have today, we have a lot of questionable players, a lot of moving parts. This is the first slate of the season where we've had this much news. So starting with the Detroit Pistons, Jaden Ivey missed last game. He was scratched about a half hour before lock with an illness. He's questionable to play today. In his absence last time, Corey Joseph got the start, played about 32 minutes, did basically nothing with it. But Corey Joseph's around a three-quarter fantasy point per minute guy uh, going back to basically forever. And if he's going to start and play 30 to 32 minutes, he's going to project as a decent value if Ivy is out. We also get a usage bump for Cade Cunningham, a relatively small sample this year without Ivy on the floor, but Cunningham has a 40% usage rate. And it makes sense that his usage would go up from the 28 to 30% that we normally see. If you're going to replace Jaden Ivy's 23 to 24% usage with Corey Joseph and his basically non-existent usage, there's just going to be a lot available for Cade Cunningham. Also for guys like Sadiq Bey, um, and Boyan Bogdanovich, but primarily for Kate Cunningham. The Philadelphia 76ers added Joel Embiid to the injury report about 45 minutes ago. He is questionable. Uh, that game tips off at 7.30, so hopefully we'll have that information before lock. But if he sits, it's likely that we get one of Montrez Harrell or Paul Reed in the starting lineup. I expect that they would pretty much split minutes. Uh, maybe you get some smaller lineups in there as well with like Niang at the five, but it would open up value with Harold and Reed. It would also open up production for James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. We've seen Maxey still play a big role in this offense with about a 23% usage rate this year. If you take Embiid out, that's likely to go up a bit. Tobias Harris has been the clear fourth option offensively, but if Embiid is out, uh, you could get more rebounds for Harris and also certainly some more usage. And then James Harden has had around a 25% usage rate this year with a very high assist percentage. That usage rate should come up as well if Embiid Embiid is not able to play. For the Los Angeles Lakers, Russell Westbrook is probable and expected to come off the bench unless Anthony Davis, who is questionable, misses tonight's game. So if Davis is out, 
we expect Russell Westbrook to be in the starting lineup. You would have Russell Westbrook. You would have LeBron James. The Lakers are also expected to start Damian Jones at center, regardless of Davis' status. So that's an entirely separate piece. But whether or not Westbrook starts depends on Davis. And if Davis is out, not surprisingly, LeBron James produces at a much higher rate, um, would get more usage, would have the ball in his hands more, offense runs through him. It would be a bump for Westbrook as well uh, because he would probably play more minutes as a starter than if he comes off the bench tonight. For the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine is questionable. Uh, he missed the first couple of games of the season, so we have sort of seen their rotations already, and prices have kind of already adjusted for Levine being out, but it is still important to note that going back to the start of last season, without Lonzo Ball or Zach Levine on the floor, DeMar DeRozan sees his usage rate go from about 30% to 36.5%, and Nikola Vucevic sees his go from about 24% to 27%. So both of these guys would look a lot better in addition to you know maybe being able to take shots on somebody like an Alex Caruso or other you know peripheral players. The the big beneficiaries, if Levine are out, um, are DeRozan and Vooch for the uptick in usage that they would get. For the Denver Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr. missed their last game. He is expected to play today, but Kentavious Caldwell-Pope is questionable. We've seen Bruce Brown start for Jamal Murray when he missed the game. We've seen him start for Michael Porter Jr. I fully expect that he would start for KCP tonight if he misses it. Brown is around a .85 DraftKings points per minute player and would likely play 30-plus minutes. His salary has elevated a bit, but still plenty of playing time for him if Caldwell-Pope misses this game. For the Utah Jazz, Colin Sexton is questionable. That would likely be a bump for a combination of Taylor Horton Tucker and Malik Beasley if he misses the game. Both of those players are capable of playing multiple positions, which means that if any if, if a variety of different guys miss games, it's easy for them to step in and play a bigger role. They have become more expensive already, so um, even if Sexton is out, neither one is going to look like a, fanta a fantastic value. But if he does miss this game, it is likely that you see uh, more solidified minutes from both Taylor Horton Tucker and from Malik Beasley. And the really big one that I don't even really know how to talk about, the New, or the New Orleans Pelicans are without Brandon Ingram tonight, and they have listed Zion Williamson, CJ McCollum, Herbert Jones, Jose Alvarado, and Dyson Daniels all as questionable. There's just a ton of different ways that this could go. One constant is that the more pieces you lose, particularly CJ McCollum and Zion Williamson. You're talking about more usage going to Jonas Valanciunas. He has the potential to look like a fantastic option by the time this game starts. Um, we saw Jose Alvarado start in place of Ingram last game. Uh, if he's able to go, we could see him start again and look like a reasonable value. Um, doubly true if CJ McCollum is out, Alvarado looks even better. Similarly, you have Devontae Graham coming off the bench. If Alvarado is out or McCollum is out or they are both out, you could potentially be looking at a very good game from Devontae Graham, or a very good point per dollar projection at least. Herbert Jones uh, was replaced by Trey Murphy, or sorry, by Najee Marshall in the starting lineup. Um, he would look like a decent value if Jones is out. Trey Murphy should look pretty good one way or the other. And then obviously, you know, if Zion is out, uh, Trey Murphy gets the start most likely. Um, looks fine, should play a lot of minutes. But also if Zion is out, you're talking about more usage going to Joval. You're talking about more usage going to McCollum, assuming McCollum plays. Um, so basically to try and sum it up, because again, it's really difficult when the backups are also questionable and there's three starters questionable and one starter already out. CJ McCollum and Zion Williamson are the big usage pieces here. Take one or both of them out. And there's a lot of usage to go around, starting with Jonas Valanciunas, then probably going to, you know, Trey Murphy, Devontae Graham, players like that that we know can score a bit. Um, from a minute standpoint, if Herbert Jones is out and Zion is out, you know, then you're talking about a lot of minutes being available again for Najee Marshall and 
Trey Murphy. If Alvarado and McCollum are out, you're talking about even more minutes available for Devontae Graham. Uh, so hopefully we get some sort of news, whether it be from shoot around or just injury reports before lock. But there's a lot of different ways that this can go. Uh, you're definitely going to want to be around to late swap if we don't get news before lock, because there's going to be very, very good plays from this game, most likely. So to recap, the biggest pieces of news that we are currently waiting on, Jaden Ivey, questionable for Detroit, Joel Embiid, questionable for the Sixers, Anthony Davis, questionable for the Lakers, Zach Levine, questionable for the Bulls, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, questionable for Denver, Michael Porter Jr., listed as questionable, but expected to play, Colin Sexton, questionable for Utah, and Zion Williamson, CJ McCollum, Herbert Jones, Jose Alvarado, and Dyson Daniels, all questionable for the New Orleans Pelicans.